Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This for my fam. This for the fam. Do this for the fam. Hey fam. Welcome to Hey Fam. Wee wee edition. Wee wee edition. Uh, I am currently in a hotel room in Paris Wait, wait, wait! Is that that? I can, I can. Is that the famous Eiffel Tower I hear behind you? Is that that classic Eiffel Tower sound everyone knows? Everyone knows. Every ten minutes, uh, the Eiffel Tower asks, "Who's up?" <laughs> Have you been hitting that? Uh, how do you say "like" in French? Wait, you've been hitting the Wii button. That's true, <laughs> the Wii mode button. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm in Paris right now for Paris Games Week. My name is Levins, and uh, my my Sydney-based co-host mm-hmm. is Angus. We are intercontinental podcasting right now. For, this is very rare. We made it. We made it. We've done it. We were uh, the Kyle Sandylands of um, our respective radio stations. We demand not to, to record from a, a studio together. Uh, no, this is after. That's right. I quit last week, didn't I? That's true. Yeah, <laughs> and, God. Uh, if you were, if, in HeyFam canon, I quit. <laughs> and and HeyFam is no longer called HeyFam. It's just called Hey. <laughs> It's good, hey, and uh, Levin's had to deal with it and is sorting stuff out. It's like, man, look, I need to go to Paris and relax for a bit. Yeah, I was like, if there's no hey fam, there's nothing for me in this goddamn country. Sorry, yeah. wife. Sorry, child. I'm <laughs> off to start a new life in gay yeah. Paris. And uh, boy, you haven't looked back since. No, no, no. Look, this is Hey Fam, the podcast where Levin's and myself, Angus Trusker, we talk about what's good and the things that we consume. And that that's what it is, isn't it? It's getting yeah. better. The description is getting better. <laughs> Podcast, not there. so much, but the there. description getting great. Uh, we talk about comic books and video games, movies and TV. Those are the things that we consume daily. And, uh, yeah. and it's been a, it's been a hell then... of a week for it. Oh, this has been... They'll talk about this week and years to come as that week of all the stuff that we're into. I mean, we're going to talk about it for sure. I mean, I'm, I've gone back to year zero. My calendar starts now. <laughs> Uh, so I'm in Paris right now. Um, I don't know if you heard me say it the first three times, but the reason I'm here is uh, it's Paris Games Week, which is a massive games expo. And PlayStation actually asked me to come and uh, record. Is it like Europe's some videos biggest? Is it they're like E3 for like uh, thing? It's like well, actually, Gamescom in Germany I think is even bigger. But yeah, uh, right. this is, I mean, a lot of um, big developers, especially for PlayStation, are based in France. Um, people like um, Quantic Dream and Ubisoft and uh, like so many big game developers. Uh, so this is yeah, it's, it's a really really important conference, especially for PlayStation. Uh, and so they had the massive um, PlayStation conference last night um, at the. Was that uh, at night? Yeah, man, it was like first time. I mean, because wow. I've seen I've seen games conferences mm. on video after the event. You and I have watched them together. We've gotten up, we've set alarms for 2 a.m. Yep. Australian time to watch a E3 Nintendo thing. It's usually, I, th- I thought it was morning. It's usually 10 a.m. or something. Is yeah. It? Uh, I mean, yeah. Paris Games Week was, it was it, it aired at 4 a.m. Australian time, uh, 4 a.m. Okay. Sydney time. Uh, so, sure. so, yeah, it was nighttime in, in Paris and uh, oh, like e- early evening. And um, it was massive. It was like almost two hours long and they announced like a, a ton of, of new games and new information about games that we already knew were coming out. I just made a video, um, which you can find. I put up on the HeyFam Facebook page, yeah. which is facebook.com slash HeyFamPodcast, but it's also on the PlayStation Australia page as well. Uh, we made native, it. native content, baby. Um, NC. NC, baby. It's and, mobile uh, friendly too. So if you're listening to this on a mobile phone, Hit that pause button right now. Hit go that to motherfucking pause hey, button. We'll get a hey fam. We all get the hits. We need the hits. And uh, yeah, just watch that and then come back. And then yeah. it's like a two like, minute, oh. two minute wrap up of all the big, big announcements. Um, it was really, really 
difficult to make because uh, I'd been up for hours and hours and hours with very little sleep, extremely jet lagged, and actually had been at Games Week, I think since like 11 a.m., and then we didn't finish shooting until about 1 uh, a.m. So, that's so f- Jesus, and, and it looks like you did it in one bit. Like that's it's yeah, like- man. I uh, I like r- was like losing my voice and uh, <laughs> just like losing my mind. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if you could see, but behind me when I was recording the video, there's just a shit ton of Star Wars Battlefront stuff. Um, and I mean, people are fucking excited about it, but PlayStation's really, really getting behind it. It's like one of their. So they're kind of almost treating it like an exclusive, almost. Hey, yeah. Like they've kind of got the all the ads, everything like that crazy good ad they came out last week with the um the dude in the office sitting there with the little R two D two figure, and he has those great flashbacks, and he's like, oh, my friend and I used to play and dress up, and then he turns around, there's that huge fucking X wing at his boring desk job, and he's like, yeah, like it says coming to Sony, yeah. even though we know and, and it's going to Xbox and PC, like it's they've really got that one. That ad, that ad was tailor made for you, absolutely. Um, oh, I saw that ad and I was just like, yeah, like that. Yeah. Like you've already had my money. Now you're also going to have my parents money. Cause I'm just going to steal theirs to buy more copies. That's how life works. I didn't get grounded. <laughs> yeah. No, it's an amazing ad. If you haven't seen it, like it's pretty easy to get cynical about most ads, but as uh, Levens and I let know, uh, we are ad connoisseurs. We used to watch uh, the up late adults only funniest commercials. So, and, and I still I have a, a uh, an inbox copy of the board game ad mad. Oh yeah, you, do you remember that? You were like, I remember it. Yeah, it was yeah. Like a like v- a VHS game. that you put in, and it, and it just showed ads, and then you answered trivia questions about <laughs> the ads. I think we played my like, family. What color tie? It had a, like, funnily enough, it had a really great ad for it, and so we were hooked, and my family got it, and we played it. I think we played it for about ten seconds, and we we're like, this sucks, and it we got oh, got shoved man. in a cupboard. Um, That's hilarious. But, but I, I I opened that cupboard recently, and I found a bunch of Tarzos, so that was cool. Oh wow! A, a, a complete era? a complete. Uh, Star Wars, sorry, a complete, uh, not Star Wars, Space Jam, a complete Space Jam collection of Tarzos. I don't even think Michael Jordan has a complete set of Space Jam Tarzos. That shit is rare. Uh, but so look, yeah, so there, there was a ton of Star Wars Battlefront stuff all over the PlayStation area of uh, Paris Games Week. There was a big AT-AT and um, just like Stormtroopers and Imperial Bros just hanging out, um, a massive TIE Fighter. It's sick. There's like Let's talk about that trailer. Oh my god. So the, one of the biggest parts of, of, of the PlayStation media preview was uh like pretty early on they, they they revealed a new trailer for Star Wars Battlefront. And uh I mean two words for you, Angus. Sarlacc pit. <laughs> oh man. That's <laughs> what they used to call me in high school and I can't <laughs> wait to, to finally see me uh mortalized on that on that big old screen. And that little nod where he's like, not again, or something like that. Like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> Fans only, fuckers. <laughs> um, you know? <laughs> but it was cool to see, like, so who do we see? Then? Like, there's new footage of, like, Boba Fett. We saw everyone. Leia, yeah. Han, um, the Emperor. Han, Emperor. Just, just shocking the shit out of Luke. Finally. Um, oh, there was a few, like... Uh, Few, like, just, uh, just... There was some good shots of Vader like throwing his saber and like knocking dicks out with it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, using it like a boomerang, that classic thing. You're just seeing more of the worlds because in the beta, all we had was the one level, the Hoth Walker Assault, which is the big point they're obviously showing a lot because it's such an iconic battle. And one of the only ones which is on foot in the film so far in the classic one. So you see that. But uh, we saw more of Endor, which looked amazing. Looks so like sick. seeing the speeder run around the Ewok villages and shit, like running, like boosting to the top. That looked really fun. And just seeing like the expanded Tatooine, and it looked like you could see Jabba's sail barge and the Sarlacc pit. So it obviously like leaves that area that you had to go at before um, when you were playing the beta version at my joint, where it was um, you the waves of, of bad on guys. Tatooine just crashed, but yeah, it was yeah. kind of like random Tatooine. But it looked like this was like specifically based off a movie. So that looked amazing. I was really feeling that. And yeah, man, I was like, you already had my money and now you have more of it. <laughs> like I never buy season passes, but I might consider for this. I don't know because I'm a loser. Yeah. I mean, people are complaining online about this just looking like a um, a, ba- a battlefront. People complaining a, on the internet? Yeah, a battlefront with like a Star Wars skin. But I think, I don't know, I just feel like the care and the depth that goes into it, it's so much more than that. And I feel like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not a first person guy. I'm not an online guy game guy but like i loved my experiences with the beta and i can't wait to play the hell out of it when it comes it gets comes out proper so you're in that's a purchase from oh, straight you? up that's a, that's a that's a great that's a hey fam certified tick if we if we this was a tv show which it inevitably will be a big stamp would come down on the screen now saying bye 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 hey fam 
Yeah, yeah. It's like a get it. Yeah, I'm gonna get it. We'll be there day one. Bit. I'm loving that the um the PS4 version comes with. If you get the deluxe edition, you get Super Star Wars, the side-scrolling game from Super Nintendo, which is, which is crazy. To f- yeah. See a Nintendo game like it has Super in the title. You know, that's pretty insane. I'm looking forward to playing that because we said it on the. It may have been the Steel Saunders one that we did or another st- person who is obsessed with Star Wars to that level, but uh, that's one of the best Star Wars video games. Um, also, Straight up. also in the Paris Games Week, um, the PlayStation conference, uh, one of the things that I was really excited for was the reveal of uh, the new multiplayer mode for Uncharted 4. Oh, yeah. Um, and I've played the, un- the multiplayer mode on Uncharted 3, and it's pretty fun, but it's re- it's very straight. There's nothing, you know, it's, it's a third-person shooting. What's it like? You just kind of get killed yeah, yeah, by people who are way better it. than you. Um, but I played a, a small <laughs> amount of Uncharted 4, the uh, multiplayer beta, last night, and I have, like, a proper session with it tonight at Paris Games Week. Um, and oh, cool. And it's crazy, man. Like, you can... I don't know if you saw from the trailer, but you know how there's always like a mystical element to different parts of the Uncharted yeah. games? Well, that actually comes into play in the multiplayer mode. So yeah, like you yeah, have guns sick. and grenades and every character has different abilities, but then I didn't get a chance to, to, to play it last... Does Sully boost? Yeah, but... Is that Sully's ability? Yeah. He just boosts people? <laughs> like, he re- yeah, Sully just, somebody like just a- reminisces about an adventure you had in the past or talks about yeah. the way things used to be or talks about like getting out. <laughs> too old for this shit, Fuck, mate. I love Sully. Man, I want a game with Sully and Kaz Miller from Metal Gear. Just these two old guys who complain heaps. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be like the two dudes from the Muppets. <laughs> Just like those old guys. So, one of the weirdest moments of the actual conference uh, was after the Street Fighter V announcement. Yeah, P.S. Sure. Dalsam's coming back. Are you excited, Angus? Oh, yeah, like, I've been tossing and turning since Street Fighter, whatever, he exited, and I'm finally glad he's back. He was. This time he looks like he's a yogi. Yeah, they give him a cool new look. Um, Is it that new? Like, I noticed he's got a hat on, that's about it. (laughs) Now with a new hat. Uh, Was Dalsam really a big selling point? I don't know, he was my my favourite character when I was a kid on playing Street Fighter 2. I was a a Blanca guy. You couldn't play as Blanca because everyone was like, no, no, you're just going to spam the electricity thing. So I would just always choose Dalsam. Dalsam was sick. He did have the fire breath and really stretchy limbs and wore skulls around his neck. Like, now that I think about it, that guy was pretty next level. Yeah, super badass. But would you say after that? Yeah, after so the after pre- so the they, they had um one of the developers of from Street Fighter to come out and he was kind of lamenting the fact that everything that was revealed that night had le- had been leaked like an hour before the conference and he was pretty disappointed oh, right. about that. So they whipped up like some. He was like, "I can announce the new fighter," and um, he uh he he put up a um a picture of the um the director from Tekken as um Harada. Um, and uh, he said, like, oh, what from Tekken? The director. The director. He said, like, yeah, the director from Tekken is is going to be a playable character, and then put up like a picture of him uh, next to Ryu as if he was like going to be a character you could play as. It was a joke, but because it was told oh. by a Japanese man who then and then the joke <laughs> yeah. was translated by a pretty unfunny translator. It was like, oh, is this serious? Because at that point, I was like, man, I would play the shit out of a like a fighter game where you could only play as various Japanese game developers. developers? Imagine. Yes. How good would that be? Fucking Kojima. <laughs> yeah. Cause, oh man. Kojima would just be insane. Like me, me, uh, Miyamoto would just go around trying to hug you and tell you like, and go gardening or something. <laughs> he'd be really quaint, but yeah. Kojima would just be like, yeah, he'd have like big cowboy guns or something. Yeah. It was one of those moments where someone makes a joke and you're like, oh, but I actually want that. Please make that real. Yeah, I was going to say, one thing I always get a takeaway from watching, as you know, and we watch a fuckload of them, like all the E3 streams and like the Nintendo like directs and stuff, especially in a live setting, like you're on a stage in front of thousands of tech people and you are surrounded by tech, but something always fucks up. Like there's always a moment that ends up becoming a meme, which ends up becoming the takeaway from the whole conference. Yeah, like Ridge Racer or when um, Nintendo had all those problems with uh, Skyward Sword. (laughs) Yeah, what was the Ridge Racer one again? Was that a 3DS thing? No, or? it was when um I think it was he, uh, he was announcing the PS um the PS3. Three. Was it the PS3 or PS3? Yeah, and, and he was like um and we've got a big surprise for you. It's Ridge <laughs> Racer. And I guess cuz it was like a, a launch title of PS1, he thought the crowd would be really nostalgic and 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 it connect with it. Quiet. He was just quiet and so he just kept saying Ridge Racer and uh, yeah. <laughs> good fun. And of course nothing beats the um 
Nintendo Music one from oh like 2008 God. or nine, where it's like you, the guys that made the game had no idea what the game was, and they're up there just trying to play along, and oh, and it was during like the same era as all the rock bands, so there was actually like great controllers where you could play and you know you could play notes, but this was just kind of you moved around. Yeah, you just kind of shake it around, and, and suddenly it's a trumpet. It was so. That's one of my favorite. Did you actually bought Wii, Wii Music, and it was like stupid, but it was kind of fun. Well, that's the thing with those like first-party Wii games. Like Wii Play was so dumb, but it was it was kind of super fun. Yeah, they, and they put heaps of Wii care Play. into it. Yeah, did you? Uh, and then of course there was my favorite. The um, well, not my favorite because there's a lot of favorites, but the My Body Is Ready, the uh, Reggie. Of course, <laughs> actually, all of them are from Reggie. <laughs> it's just yeah. Oh, the, look, the one most recently where he came out during um the one of the big tournaments and and challenged some kid uh, at <laughs> at Smash Brothers, and then just like he, I don't think he KO'd the kid once and just yeah the guy was like the kid was like you suck at smash reggie and he's like that's because i've got a job instead of you losers it's amazing <laughs> so good he is amazing um i even though i know it would never happen i was kind of disappointed he wasn't uh named president of uh all of nintendo not just america but japan as well the, like yeah that, that's what that would have been a nice what if the, if the next console the next nintendo console was just called the reggie Oh, man. And you actually got a Reggie. You had to wear a Reggie around your head or something and carry it around. It's a big Reggie actually, mask. speaking of, um, we heard some news about the new Nintendo console. Did we not? I mean, it's at kind of at rumor mill stages. Yeah, I mean, I don't know I don't know whether to trust anyone right now. We do know that the NX is coming out next year. That's what the name of it is called. And it might be some weird cross-platform between handheld and console. I don't know. I'm interested. Yeah. I mean, you and I have bought, have been like Sign me up. day one Nintendo buyers for the last couple of years. Uh, oh yeah, we'll be there day one It hasn't really paid off for us much I mean, it's not like I regret the purchases But you don't get much out of buying their consoles day one No, I mean, especially not this system I mean, with Nintendo 60 Not this round of systems or generation The last one I think you really did Was probably Nintendo 64 I mean, your launch titles then were Super Mario 64 Wave Racer And Pilot Wing 64 yeah. And those three games are all classic Do you, like, they are really do you know how games. many years ago that was now? Uh, 18. No, 20. Wasn't that, Are you kidding isn't me? Isn't 64 like 95? No, it was 97. 97. Okay, right. That was our 90s. It was probably in the States, 96, but it was our 90s. Yeah, right. I, th- I thought it came out at the same time as PS1 because the, the PlayStation's big thing is that... That was 95. It's like, yeah, 20 yeah. years of PlayStation, and that makes me feel so fucking old. <gasps> 20, so old. I remember when the PS1 came out, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was so cool. It was so hip. Remember, you used a CD. Like, that was crazy. No more music for you. There's games on that disc. And their ads were so creepy. They were like Apex Twin videos. Do you remember that? Yeah. PlayStation. Um, so what else? You saw the uh, crazy Street Fighter. Yeah. Um, I, I guess. Yeah. Dial Sim. All right. So I played like a stack of PlayStation VR games. Um, the most exciting one was one called Riggs. Like capital Riggs. R-I-G-S. All capitals. Riggs. And uh, it's, Riggs. Not some, it's not some cool um, bikini modeling championship game uh, about sweet Riggs. It's about it's like a first person shooter sports game and you what? have to yeah you have to like collect orbs by shooting everybody else and then when they die they release these big golden orbs and then once you collect 3 you then have to like jump through a hoop in the middle of the stage and then you score a goal um, so how was it moving? Because look, you and I had an experience with the VR, and that was again, it was it was amazing. But it was where you and I were literally in a space and were just made to drop uh, in the cage. We're in a Shark Tank situation. Yeah, it was like an immersive movie situation. Uh, VR so stands for virtual reality. Did you have reality, a controller in your hand or what? Yeah, like, yeah, it was like a, it was a proper game. Um, yeah, wow. And yeah, uh, I mean, luckily you and I know exactly what where all the buttons are on the controller and what they all do. But I think it would be pretty hard because you can't actually see the controller because everything is sure. just very immersive. You know, you what look to your use? left and there's... The traditional controller or like a move stick? No, traditional thing. controller. So, yeah, so... Okay. Um, but it moves you around like crazy and I got quite motion sick from it. Yeah, um, right. But it's really fun and I was actually pretty good at the game. I, I scored like three goals, bro. Yes, dude. That's huge. Uh, we Thanks, are man. Thanks for your support. good at sporting games. So, there you go. That's and first-person shooters. And I, I thought com- like maybe combining them cancels each other out and I'm sick at them. It yeah. sounds like you'll love the uh, Metroid soccer game because isn't that what it is? It's yeah, exactly. First person shooter that's soccer. Damn, yeah, between dude, between Riggs, Metroid soccer, and uh, what was the uh, Rocket League? People love the Rocket weird League. takes on sports sh- games coming out at the moment. Uh, yeah, actually, I, no one I, loves I, that I, Metroid I, soccer, do they? <laughs> no, I, everyone loves 
yeah, no one loves Metroid Soccer. Again, sorry, Nintendo. You're taking a big L this generation. Uh, Rocket League. I don't get it. I feel like the kid... It's like I feel like Skinner in that famous... I, I, is it I, am I out of touch? No, it's the kids who are out of touch. I'm just like, I don't get it. You're you car playing soccer. I mean, I have you I played it? It's really fun. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I just watch the videos and I, I get scared that there's too many good people at it. Like, I'm one of those, eh, you know, it's too, it, I, I've, I've missed the boat. It got they, they did like a big montage of all the PlayStation exclusives, um, in the, in the conference and Rocket League got the biggest cheer. People love that, shit. really. Yeah, yeah. Is it a PlayStation exclusive? Uh, or it's either exclusive or it has exclusive um, content for PlayStation. Yeah, wow! And it's yeah, a console exclusive. I think it's I think it's only on um, Steam sure, and, PC and PS4. And that. Yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. Yeah, man. Maybe you are. So out of did touch. you did you take anything over to read or to play on that big ass flight you're on? Man, I um, I bought the new Nintendo game uh, Zelda Triforce Heroes. Yes. Yes. Um, the uh, 3DS title. Yeah, and like the big selling point of that is that it's a three-player game that you play with two other friends. So obviously taking it alone on a plane, I was going to have a very different <laughs> experience. Um, there is a single-player mode, and instead of... So in the actual game, every one of the players controls a different link, different colors so of link. So this is like the continuation like in spirit of um, Four Swords and stuff like that. Those yeah. uh, top-down kind of, let's get through a dungeon together type of thing, right? Yeah, but because obviously the 3DS... Four Swords is pretty fun. Yeah, it's like that semi-top-down kind of um, yeah. view, and it plays a lot on like... It's the same as A Link Between Worlds, isn't it? It's the same engine as Yeah, exactly. As yeah, yeah. Same yeah. graphics, all that kind of thing. And sure. um, you have to kind of stack up, so you have to like put the other two links on your shoulders so you can shoot an arrow at a height. And like, you know, the fun is when you're playing that, especially in the online mode, you can only communicate with like hitting these different... Um, emotion, like almost like emojis when someone's yeah, doing sure. something wrong, like you hit something like, like I'm a, over here or something like that, or, or like no, or like a thumbs up or like a cheering, yeah. Um, and so it's cool. pre- it's pretty fun. Pretty fun. It's like yeah. Oh, dude, it's it's, it's fun. It's extremely infuriating when you're playing with someone that doesn't know how to play. But um, yeah, I, I play this single player where where instead of uh, you, you you control all three links, but the uh, two of the links uh, like they get they're like scarecrows, like statues. Um, oh, okay. And then you can possess a different link, um, like put your soul into that link, and, and then move the other ones around to where you need them to be. Oh, uh, so you've yeah. got to do everything like three times? Kind of. It's not as it's not as like slow as that makes it sound like. It's still really yeah. fun, but I knew I stopped playing it after maybe like six or so levels. There's like a, an insane amount of levels too. It's like I think fifty or something. Um, oh, that's cool. And, what are uh, they, like dungeon length levels? Yeah, big. And, and, and yeah. Then there's, there's incentives for playing them multiple times, new challenges. Oh, yeah. You, you get to wear you, a dress. Exactly. You unlock different elements that you need to make different outfits for Link. And he can, Link can wear a dress if he likes. Hey, it's about time. Am I right, guys and gals? <laughs> you are right. Uh, which Link did you pick? Because I know you're not the traditional Link. What do they, how do they explain that? Because as you know, I'm a stickler for canon. My, they, if I had a middle name, it would be Canon. How do they explain uh, there's three little kooky kids that aren't quite Link? Well, so in, this, in the single-player mode, I think it's if you just start up the game, basically it kind of does that standard, like, you know, introduction to the world. And so this world, uh, the princess has had her fashion sense stolen by a Great. villain. Um, so, so that already sets the bar as to how deep it, this game is. It's an immediately go- it's the goofiest Zelda ever. And, um, yeah, but okay. all the characters are really cute and... Basically, like, there are people, like, walking around town asking for a hero. And it's, like, there are signs saying, hero needed, must okay. have, like, you know, si- uh, yellow sideburns, a hair parted to the left, and pointy ears. Um, sure. And so, the, you fit the description perfectly. And uh, then you, like, you buy, like, a hero's tunic. And then, um, and then you can go and start battling and try and save everyone's fashion sense. What? Hey. Yeah. Make a ding sound every time you need to get your fashion sense saved, guys. That's, uh, That's but yeah, it's, it's it's really funny. It's a lot of personality to it. Um, cool. It seems like it's a gamble. Like this year for me, I, and I know I'm not alone. Nintendo have done a lot of kind of left of center type of decisions where it's like, oh, we want a new Zelda game, and it's like, well, here it is, but it's online and it's kind of goofy, and it's like, oh, okay, I'll, let's see. And then there's we want a Mario game, and it's like. Well, here's a Mario game. Well, no, here's an empty Mario game. You build the levels, and it's like, oh, and here's Animal Crossing, but it's uh, a house and nothing. Yeah, here, here are two Animal Crossings. One's a board game, and one's like just you're a house, you're yeah. a home record redecorator. And look, yeah. I, I got to say, I have respect for them not just doing a and look. I'll call it the Call of Duty model, where it's uh, shitting out the same version every year with a different skin or something. You know, even Assassin's like, Creed. Yeah, oh, oh, definitely Assassin's Creed, but it's also kind of like. 
all these gambles, it seems to be a bit of split down the middle. What has been cool? Like, obviously, Triforce Heroes actually sounds really great. I'm not going to get it to, until you're back so we can sit down. Because everything I've read is like, it's best played with people in the same room. Like, yeah. Like, way more fun. It definitely... I, I, it. it it's, it reminds me a lot of playing a multiplayer game on on the sixty four. You know, I just remember that okay. that being like so fun. You know, going on to someone to a sleepover's house in in high school yeah. and and uh, and just playing one of the multiplayer games. You know, like Smash Brothers or Mario Kart yeah. Battle Mode. It, fi- it has a similar vibe to that. It's really fun. It's extremely Nintendo. Um, yeah, except it's like all about cooperation, or you control everybody and just fuck 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 things up for everyone. That's but, so good. Um, I like that there's that option, and it's like you know, uh, you're gonna fuck up if you don't play as a team, gang. I'm but for, the, for, for anyone worried if that the single player isn't deep, it definitely has a lot of depth to it, and you do there are different perks for playing single and multiplayer. Um, so yeah, the, is it the there's one definitely. Game? So like, if you start a file on single, then you can finish. Say you only do the first three levels in single. Oh no, no you, 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 you can, can play the entire game. And keep going on as online. You can no, you, you can play. With... You can play the entire game. Um, as a single, as a single player or in multiplayer or whatever sure. you want, but there's you know different, just like you unlock different things f- for playing sure. single or multi. It's cool, it's fun. Look, get get that big ass stamp down, guys, because uh, this is going to be a bye 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 in sync for you. In sync, bye guys. Um, uh, but but I mean, we, yeah, we've crazy. kind of you know we've been complaining about Nintendo having a shit year, but that said, between like this game and then like Splatoon. I know you're on the fence about Mario Maker, but I think it's an incredible package. Um, Look, I and, think uh, it's a great idea and I think it's it's a beautiful idea. It's a great celebration. I think it's a beautiful celebration of Mario. Again, it's a U-turn, but it's not the game for me. It's a great game, but I, it's not for me just because I want to play a game that's written by an expert. And, you know, I've said it before, like, I would love... I, all it takes is some tweaks. I, they should. I'd love them to tweak... Nintendo, the back end of level discovery and user uploaded levels. Because right now, every time I log on, it's just don't move or walk to the left and it's uh, a Rube Goldberg machine. And I'm like, that's not Mario. Like, Yeah, it's fun it, once. Yorada's spinning then like, in his grave. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not fun. Like, I want some real stories, some narrative and uh, something written, you know, something that's like easy to play. And there are they are out there. They're just unfortunately not weighted and it's really hard to find the good stuff. And it's very cumbersome to find them too. You can't like... Use a, I don't know, you can't follow, so you've, you've got to type in like a 12-string digit. It's it's a great idea. It's it's there almost. What I would have loved if it was an add-on to another Mario game. If they're like, here's a great Mario game, but on the side, here's a level maker for some classic Mario. But, it's like, but oh, I mean, it's it's fun. not it's not like the um, the level designer that you get with Smash Brothers Wii. It's 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 a, no. so much more depth than that. Like it's It's extensive, yeah. It's great. Look, I think it's beautiful, and I think it's a lovely way to celebrate 30 years. Then having a game which had to carry the the weight of the soldiers' at, shoulders, sorry, as the oh fuck, the 30th anniversary Mario platform game. It's amazing. I, I think it's great they've opened up. It's just I can't see myself making any levels. Well, no, I haven't played one of your levels yet. You haven't made one, so no, no one. I know. Hate it. No, it, it, it's just I I got that, and my love affair with the Phantom Pain began on the same day. So that's big news. You finished Metal Gear Solid Five for Phantom I finished Pain, it. Right? I finished every side mission, and I finished, Fuck. which is such a large amount. And I finished both continents, and I've got an S ranking, which is in the game. It goes from uh, D to a, E to A in terms of um, how well you performed, A being the highest. Or if you do it crazy good, you get an S rank. And um, I've just been S ranking the shit. And oh man, I was in t- like I was. I had I had tears in my eyes for the last the real ending, which. You get faked out a few times, and this is a warning for you too, if, if you ever get this far. And uh, for listeners, I'm not going to say what happens in case you haven't finished, but the real ending, um, it really got to me. It was really nice, and it's kind of... It, 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 some beautiful stuff happens, and then it literally ends the moment before Metal Gear starts, the one that was on Nintendo and the uh, the other old console. Right. And it literally ends Like, like there. the very first Metal Gear. The very first Metal Gear, like, that's where this game ends. And you're like, oh, man, it's such a cool... It's like that moment when you see the end of Revenge of the Sith, another thing where it went back and told the backstory when you see, like, Luke and Leia get delivered to their respective parents. And you're like, oh, yeah, but this goes so further. This is almost as far as you see uh, Princess Leia finding R2-D2 to say, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, it goes straight up to that point, And it's kind of like... I won't say what happened. Maybe we can talk about it later when a lot of other people have finished and you don't want the uh, ending ruined. But it's kind of like... There is a bit of there's a there's a big ass twist in this game involving the like a lot of lead people, including the person you're playing. You're like, oh shit, okay, <laughs> which a lot of people are for and a lot of people are against. But you know he's done it every game, especially Metal Gear Two, 
where you thought you were Solid Snake the whole time, the PlayStation 2 title. And then you find out you're a guy called Raiden. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. He's like, no, I don't want to give you the same game again. And I have respect for that. You know, that, that left of center that u-turn thing it's kind of like it when it works well it works well and uh you liked it so much that it inspired you to do something right yes yeah, so and this is hard for especially when you're you know co-hosting a podcast where you're going to be up on the latest games which i'm going to be trying to do um i mean we've got battlefront coming out we've got fallout 4 coming as well which i'm going to check out i've only played the other fallouts by proxy by watching other people play or being around them you still uh, haven't played splatoon the- dude so well (laughs) i'm gonna get all right the other games i've got to play before the end of the year splatoon which is on the cards it is happening i'll bring Uh, it around we can play it before a show soon great 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 we'll do it next week fallout 4 and um battlefront big guys but i've also decided to revisit all of the metal gear games and i didn't play four i owned it on playstation 3 the what was once the last metal gear solid game i owned it so it's sitting here so I'm gonna after this recording, I'm gonna start playing Snake Eater. Um, though I, that was the PlayStation Two title, uh, the third Metal Gear Solid, which is set in the '60s. So you know it's it's whack. It's stories all over the place. But I've never played on 3DS, so I just got the 3DS version, and I'm like, okay, at least this is a bit different. There's a somewhat of an incentive, you know. It's it's mm. kind of different this time around. So I'll be playing that, and obviously not crazy to complete everything, much like I did with um Phantom Pain. But just kind of rejigging it. And just, sorry, just kind of replaying it again and getting that sort of sense of the story and trying to remember how everything fits. Because it is a Phantom Pain is pretty much smack bang in the middle of the whole saga. So it's pretty cool. It's like, oh, yeah, these guys are from there and that guy's from there. But looking forward to playing four, you know. And, you know, I was thinking about it. You're never the same character from the same era in any game. Like the first game, Metal Gear Solid, you were Solid Snake. The second one, you were Raiden. You thought you were going to be Solid Snake. The third one... You're Big Boss, but when he's Naked Snake, when he's young and just kind of an army dude. Then in Peace Walker, you're old Big Boss. And then in this one, you're Venom Snake. Like, you know what I mean? It kind of like, you. Ne- I kind of have, it's it's really interesting decision. Like, you're always a different protagonist from a certain point of view. Yeah. <clears throat> um, how long do you predict this will take you? I'd say like, because I'm going to be playing other games, obviously, like, current ones and seeing star wars 30 plus times i'm going over uh you know gonna be trying to have a job at least and going to work but probably like i would be happy if this finished by like march or april next year wow so that's a big commitment uh if you uh if you're keen to get lots of updates on some games that are yeah. 20 years old now uh some even older you're, you're listening to the right oh so you're actually gonna go and play the early metal gear games that were on intent on uh are they on ness or snes they're on NES, but they're also on a um, MGX, which was uh, the console, the Japanese console they're on as well. Which was one where you had like a cassette. Like this is the, one of the things in the last. You actually seen MGX in the last scene. It's crazy. It's really fucking cool. That's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's very cool. And like, yeah, yeah. There's a cassette in it, and it's the name of the mission that Solid Snake is given. Mission N1 something. It's like you see the cassette in there, and you're like, 
Oh, man. <laughs> it's all happening. He's somewhere there. Like, Solid Snake is somewhere within your vicinity coming to presumably kill you because that's what he did at the first Metal Gear game. He killed Big Boss. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, it's that's insane. Awesome. It's really cool feeling. It's like, he's a guy who loves his fans. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I'm in Paris. I don't know if I you're said that You're in Paris yet. and you're going gorillas? Huh? Uh, and I'm jet lagged as hell and it took 27 hours to get here. And one of my favorite things to ask people once I get off a flight is, what the fuck did you watch, mate? What um, did you watch, mate? What did you thanks watch? Thanks for asking, bro. Um, uh, I watched a show that I don't know. I'm not sure why I wasn't drawn to it immediately. I knew it existed. It's, it's two seasons deep now. Uh, you've recent, only recently watched it as well. Rick and Morty. Um, yes. Which is the uh, Adult Swim show. Uh, Dan Harmon helps create it with another guy who we used to make short films with. Um, it's, uh, I guess, a, a, a take on... Uh, it's Doc Back to the Ma- Future. Yeah, Doc and <laughs> yeah. Marty. So it's quite timely that I decided well, to Well, the original it. film was called... The original short they made was called Doc and Marty. And but it was spelt wrong. For legal yeah, yeah. reasons and changed also, it to Rick and Marty. <laughs> also because Doc was like... The answer to all of his problems was he got Marty to suck his balls. Yeah. <laughs> So the the the, uh, the TV show is pretty different in tone to that joke. Um, yeah, not too different. Um, I He's still an old bastard. How much I fucking love this show. How good is it? It's amazing. I, I binge watched all eleven episodes so quickly and. Uh, yes, yeah, dude. I'm so I, glad you did. Now I'm going to watch second season on the on the flight home. Yes. Uh, yeah, man. It was just so fun. And the continuity um, that kicks in, and so early for a show like that as well. Like, mm. yeah. It's great. And just how he's trying to make his phrase, like uh, Rick's always trying to make his catchphrase uh, take off and stuff like Bubble that. Bubble up, up, Yeah. <laughs> I loved it's, it, uh, man. Morty is an am- I love Morty so much. Like, he is the most pathetic. Like, And you know just- the creator does the voices for both Rick and Morty. Yeah. I, I actually, um, I, there's this great video going around where he was speaking about... It's the burps from the first ep- from season one. It's all of um, Rick's burps, which he had to do, and how sick he got for the first episode trying to make himself burp, and he ended up getting really drunk. He'd be No, he'd be drinking, like, light beer to try and get him to burp because he couldn't do it on command. He's like, why can't we just... He's like, now I ask myself, why didn't we ADR and get someone else? But he wanted to do it all himself. So it's like him literally sitting on a couch for, like, an hour just recording huge burps. It's insane. So good. He's so sick. He's like, oh, man, this is the worst. And I think that, you know, that, that's... That's a that's a great point of difference. Like one of my favorite things in the show is Rick's ability to burp mid sentence or like say words as burps. It's amazing. But I think what's really funny about it is it, it like the the fact that like he's just burping. That's not the joke. It's it's like you know it's that he's interrupting his sentences yeah. with a burp. No one brings it up. Like no yeah, one points it out. He doesn't point it out. It's not like some big dumb blokey joke. It's just like yeah, this it's- like weird it's a great trait it's such a weird character human trait to have yeah yeah no i'm glad you watched it man um and i swear i'm gonna watch i'm so bad i'm gonna split i'm gonna i'm not gonna splatoon this i am gonna watch venture bros (laughs) i got Um, it all waiting here for me i got it Um, all i watched uh did you watch any movies because last time you took a plane i know you cried at tomorrowland (laughs) you kevin the fuck smithed out and you ball no you didn't ball i don't even like the movie that much but the guy sitting next to me uh was watching tomorrowland and um the uh, he, on the flight to Hong Kong, um, it, it conked out just before like it maybe had fifteen minutes left, and oh, um, I was like, "Hey, um, just letting you know, like I wouldn't necessarily watch the ending because the ending is fucking awful." <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, okay." And then, sure enough, he watched it as soon as he got back on the flight in, in Hong Kong, and, and, and then was like, "Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have watched it." That's good. I'm glad that you. <laughs> I'm glad that he admitted his mistake too. Here are um, other I, things you could have done in 20 minutes. Fill out yeah. your Visa card and stuff like that. So I, um, I watched uh, two movies. I watched Fury, which is the David yes. Ayer movie starring Brad Pitt and our boy. Shia LaBeouf. And, uh, <laughs> and our, a fuckload of and, tanks, And right? our, our good friends, Black, Blank Slate podcast boy, Michael Pena, is in it too. Um, oh, wow. And, uh, Who's who? They're all, basically it's like it follows like five soldiers in a tank. Um, and uh, it's, I don't know, it's quite a simple Simple plot-wise movie for 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 a war movie, but the uh-huh. character um, back and forths and and I guess like just the insight and emotional level of it is very like a lot more developed than you get in in a big war blockbuster. Brad Pitt's great it? in it, yeah. But then Brad Pitt is almost playing his character from Inglorious Bastards if yes. he wasn't playing from for laughs. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, it was I a really it. really enjoyable. And you know those movies that like. You're like, oh, this is pretty great. And then it stops and then that's all you can think about. Um, yeah, sure. 
Yeah, and I, I'm glad that I watched that because David Ayer's next movie is Suicide Squad. Suicide um, Squad, and we actually got a new look this week at uh, the first kind of, I guess, clothed, like in very loose terms, clothed version of um, Jared Leto's Joker. Uh, Jared Leto's Joker is a recurring character who pops up on HeyFam podcast every few episodes. If you, uh, if you didn't know, he is damaged. Uh, and the key takeaway, the, 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 the reason why we know is because, well, he has it in a really nice uh, font tattooed on his forehead. I think they've gotten rid of that for the movie, though, it seems. You think so? Yeah, I, I, I couldn't see it in any of the pictures from, um, from Empire Magazine that le- leaked this week. They were on the side. I mean, there were a lot of profile shots. I mean, they could be trolling us just being like, eh, I'm not going to show you. I mean, the, look, there is chest tattoo. We can confirm that. <laughs> oh, he's got plenty of tattoos, but he hasn't got one across his forehead that says damaged anymore. Well, apparently. I, I think I saw it. I'm pretty sure I saw it in that. You, you posted a... No, you posted a pic of it on our... Um, Check on it our, out. You I'm can checking see, it out right now. You can't unless see he's t- frowning. No, you can't see it at all. It's, it's not there. Thank God. Uh, what did you think? What did you think? But he, well, he has got he has got Joker tattooed across his stomach. You can just see like the what? OK and the E popping out behind his jacket. It could and say a massive... else. It could say spoke. <laughs> or or toke? smoke. Yeah, toke, smoke, toke. toke. Um, I definitely think it's fair to say that uh, this Joker does not smoke because he clearly is a vapor. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that shot, he needs a fedora. I mean, it's very milady, isn't it? Me, m- m- uh... Mahali. Majoka. Um, and uh, he also has a smiley face on, on just underneath his belly button, which is pretty weird. Yeah. A big smile, which is kind of gross. I mean, the guy likes to smile. I mean, come on. Uh, I do like the fact he's got like Arkham tracksuit pants on a pajama pants, it seems. There, there, you get him. Once you check into Arkham three, four times, you get, you get free PJs. It's pretty good health care. That's a Batman good. guarantee. Yeah, uh, I mean, look, it's going to be really hard for me to focus on Batman v. Rob- uh, not v. Robin. Fuck, I wish that uh, Joel Schumacher film. There was some uh, more tension between the two. But it's going to be very hard for me to focus on Batman v. Soups while that little thing called Star Wars is standing in the way. You, you hear me? Well, I mean, we, we definitely get Star Wars first, so I, th- I reckon you'll be fine. I think I'll be fine. So, look, after you saw Fury, you're feeling good about Suicide Squad. You're like, okay, this guy's got some... Th- th- David Ayer can, can direct a bit of a cast with some all-star names in it. Yeah, I, I, I'm still dubious of the entire project, but I'm, I'm still going to see it. So, I mean, they've still oh, yeah, won. You know, no we'll no matter guys. how I think, uh, they've still won. I'm still going to give them my money and see the movie. So uh, They may have won the fight, but they may not have won the war, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, I, I saw Fantastic Four knowing it was going to be pretty terrible, and it was, and then I said I hated it. So, I mean, I don't know. It, it's, it's a strange victory, but they've definitely got it. They've got my money. Even, even In a way, it, yeah. We Even if it comes out that it's terrible, like, and, and every single person in the world says it's terrible, I'll still go see it. Oh, yeah. We'll do a live commentary. Because so I'm the dumb. Cinema. I'm a big dumb me, dumb. Me dumb dumb. We have dumb tattooed on our foreheads, and that's how you know that. Um, look, that photo, I, I uh, thought, it, it did distance himself, obviously, from the Heath one more. So, and look, you know what? I'm over hating on that. I'm over people going, oh, he looks dumb. Like, shut up. Watch the movie. It's a photo. You exactly. Don't yeah. yeah. It, look, it, it looks silly, but at the same time, we we haven't seen the movie yet. It might suddenly Dude, fit into place. And, you know. Remember the complaints with Heath? Oh, he hasn't got bleached skin. He puts the makeup on himself. Like, that's sacri- that was sacrilege for the Joker. Yeah. And now it's fine. I mean, it's um, just that thing. Speaking about comic book movies, um, I watched uh, Kingsman, The Secret Service. Ah. The one based on the Mark Millar and Dave Gibbons comic, directed by Matthew Vaughan, starring uh, a bunch of British people and Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> a um, bunch of. Did you wait, see that? Is, Nick, is this part did... of the Marvel universe? Is Nick Fury in it? Does he see waddle into Old Town London? <laughs> no. Nah, Sam Jackson uh, plays like a really funny, like um, big time celebrity director. Uh, amazing. With a, with, a, with a lisp, but he's like the the villain. Um, and uh, man, there's some really great moments in that movie. I mean, it's it's I haven't it's, seen it, but I've heard nothing but great shit about it. Well, it's kind of a stupid piece of shit, but it's a really good stupid piece of shit. Kind of like the first Kickass. Well, no, one of my toys. It's the same guy who did the first Kickass. Yeah. So Mark Millar and uh, and Matthew Vaughn have made a stack of movies together, but this is definitely my favorite one they've made together. Like, it's not cool. amazing by any means, um, but it's got some really funny moments, and it's a fun it's a fun story. It's uh, period, right? It's like British sixties, yeah. No, 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 it's set now, but um, it, oh, okay. it's kind of like about the secret service that was started in, uh, in, in the UK years ago. It's very aristocratic, but um, and there's a, a no-good street thug that, that joins the ranks. Um, and, yeah, uh, right. It's, you know, uh, uh, there's lots of class jokes and that kind of thing. But overall, it's, it's really fun. The payoff is really great. The ending's funny. Um, and it's been, you know, it's obviously pleased some folks because I know it's been greenlit for a sequel. 
Really? Yeah, yeah. I read that the other day in the trades. I mean, I'm always in the trades, you know, <laughs> just trying to get some. <laughs> you can't uh, get enough trade. of those goddamn trades. Yeah, yeah. yeah my, I'm looking for my name always. Always go with a highlighter, but I've never had to use it yet. But one of these days, you know, one yeah. of these days. Uh, that's cool. What it, I actually watched a um, film, which, hey, this is a throwback to uh, Hey Fam episodes one to eight. It was, uh, I mean, I guess without this film, the one I'm uh, about to mention, we would never have had True Detective season two in the form that it took. And it was by Carrie Fuku- uh, Fukunaga, the original director of season one of True Detective and also executive producer of season two. And it was his, um, it's like a war drama and it's out on Netflix. You know, it was, uh, they got the bid for it. It's crazy. He wrote, directed and shot it. And it's, it's pretty harrowing. I watched it last night and was feeling pretty dang sleepy. So, uh, hit that MF and, um, unpause button today and just caught the rest. And it's, uh, it's amazing. I'd rec- totally recommend watching it. It's kind of like Coney, the movie for lack of a better word. Wow. It's about child soldiers. And it's reminding me, I guess it's also playing on my um, uh, African levels from Metal Gear Solid Five, where there are, you know, it's set in Africa and there are child soldiers. Like this is, within the first 10 minutes, this young boy who lives with his mum and dad is taken and is kind of become, well, he becomes a child soldier under this um, really, I guess, like enigmatic leader, which is played amazingly by uh, Stringer Bell himself. Um, Idris um, Eba and yeah Idris Elba sorry I don't know why I said Eba and it, he's great he just kind of plays you know a dude a general telling sold young boys to go kill people and it's it's insane it's like one part Heart of Darkness uh, other half you know Platoon it's crazy and it looks stunning like you remember watching it you go oh yeah True Detective Season 1 looked amazing like shot for shot and it's shot in Africa and it, just, it, it looks insane Totally watch it. And I think it's like the highest, most streamed film ever or something already. And it's got like mental reviews. Yeah, it's got like crazy, crazy reviews coming out. It's it's big. I mean, it's pretty big that they've got, you know, a guy who made a big splash last year particularly. And uh, we're at this stage now where then rather than go straight to a studio film, he's going to a streaming service, Netflix, and delivering like a high-end film, which isn't kind of like... You know, a, a TV series that has come to an end, which is now getting another season, which no one really asked for, but you're all happy about it uh, because, you know, you loved it. A la, you know, most of the shows they've put on there. But this is like, oh, wow, like people will watch good films now and they don't necessarily need to watch them on a big screen. And it's like, would this film even work on a big screen? I don't know. It probably would, you know, play in a couple of independent cinemas and no one would watch it because the Fast and the Furious movie would be out. So it's kind of, you know, this is kind of like, I think it could be a great new era for, you know, that that new wave uh, young filmmaking, you know, and it looked great. I watched it, you know, this is how goddamn multi-platform we are now. I watched half of it on my laptop and half of it on my TV and it did not detract from the viewing experience. I still walked away from it. uh, It's a classic millennial. Look, I'm a millennial. Get me out of here, you know, and it's, uh, you know, a movie still works. You don't need to see it necessarily projected, you know, uh, on a film screen. It's, it worked. Okay. It worked, um, everyone. We need the to. The system make, works. I'm a, I'm a millennial. Get me out of here. A reality TV show, <laughs> and it's just like millennials at like 60th birthday parties and shit like yeah. that. And or the like, and the 4G is really bad, and no one's giving you the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> get me out of here. It's like we have to give clues. Like, oh, you have to actually look at your um great aunt Irene's family tree uh, that she's put together for 10 minutes and we'll give you the first letter of the Wi-Fi password. You've got to go to a teen arena concert and uh, put together all of the, the, the first letters of the, of uh, each song that she does. That's the, uh, that's the password that will, that will unlock your iPhone. And only then the iPhone says you're a millennial. Get we out get of it. here. <laughs> yeah, we get it. You millennial. Uh, yeah, so that film was great. I mean, uh, when you get time, man, watch it. Let me know what you think. Also, uh, all you hey famers out there, you know, you've got a subscription service. Don't know what to watch. Watch that. Angus, it's good. I'm exhausted. I'm going to watch the back of my eyelids for a while. Um, that sounds good. Well, I just before you watch that and get a get some of those famous baguettes I've heard so much about, I just, you know, you may be over in Paris right now hanging out me. in, I guess... That's you, Levin's Paris. I mean, uh, I'm glad we can patch things up, hopefully, off mic and get the show back to its... um one country status i mean i do like the international thing but look there was some big news today you may be in a gay paris learning all about uh the hottest new games to come out and 
crazy technology, but you know what? It's not all about, uh, it's not all happening OS. You know, sometimes you've got to look in your own backyard and you can find some amazing entertainment news. And you know, sometimes you've got to read that Daily Telegraph. Sometimes you've got to pick it up sometimes. And uh, let me just, let me just tell you this. All right. Now this just popped up on my feed today from the Hey Hey It's Saturday (laughs) official Facebook page. Instagram account, isn't it? Everything. It was a blast. You, you, you follow all the platforms. Well, um, you know what? As an admin of a highly reputable meme page, I do need to get content and I do need to make some uh, some social sacrifices. Some yeah. of those are personal brand. Because uh, people might sacrifices. think, you know, what TV shows do you associate most with? Hey, fam, they might say True Detective. They might say the Daredevil TV series. They might yeah, say they Wet might. Hot American Summer. But they might say in the reality, Wire. the most brought up TV show on Hey, fam. Is hey hey it's Saturday. Hey, hey, it's Saturday. And God damn it, we even bring it up on other people's podcasts as guests. We uh, forced the know. Blank Slate podcast guys <laughs> to watch um, the Hey Hey It's Saturday telemovie on their episode yeah. last week. Go and find yeah. it on iTunes and listen. It's a fun listen. It's a good listen. It's a good, good listen. That's some good content we put out last week uh, on so many fronts. But here we go. This popped up in my feed only four hours ago. So while you were reeling in the world of re- virtual reality, I'm going to hit you with some reality, all right? It's about All time. caps, newsflash, newsflash, heyhey.tv exclusive, which it already isn't because it's on Facebook. But I, I let, I let hey, hey, um, you know, I, I let them have a free pass. Here we go. I'm pleased to announce, and this makes me go, okay, it is Daryl writing this. And it, it is because the sign-off is Daryl. So here we go. I'm pleased to announce that I am returning to my old stomping ground, the Nine Network in 2016. Following talks with Director of Television Michael Healy, I have accepted an offer to host a brand new series called You're Back in the Room. The show is a fun romp where a bunch of contestants... I'm just laughing because this sounds so much like Alan Partridge. Have you watched Alan Partridge? Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. Um, but Daryl Summers know, isn't funny. No, but, pa- but Daryl Summers is our Alan Partridge. Like, he is a guy who's begging for a TV show and relevancy and he's given, like, this horrible, horrible show which is obviously a scrap and, like, a quota they need to fill. Um, the show is a fun romp where a bunch of contestants perform tasks and challenges with a twist. They're all hypnotized. <laughs> Such a just, wow, okay, you took it there. Renowned UK hypnotist Keith Barry puts them under spell and I get to mess with their minds during prescribed stunts and at times they mess with mine. Having viewed the UK series, I can see there's room for ad-lib and lots of laughs along the way. So all, go, all going well, it will go well. But I hope that, I don't, I'm just looking between the lines there, Levs, and I do hope there is time for, there's some space for a duck or, you know, <laughs> a puppet with a head on a stick. I mean, you maybe, know. You know maybe I'm, he can have a deal with the hypnotist where the hypnotist can, like, tell everyone that they're pocket duck. Or, well, you're, or how love, about you're wearing blackface? When I click my oh, fingers, you, you will think you're wearing blackface. Or maybe first episode, the hypnotist is like, you are Daryl Summers. It is 1994. You were at the height of television power. You are in a room with the cast and crew of Hey, Hey, It's Saturday. Go. And he will just perform Hey, Hey, It's Saturday, like an episode. That would be amazing. Um, while I'm at it, I would like to thank you for your support of Hey, Hey.TV. I hope you're all enjoying the many hours of digitized footage we're regularly posting. So long for now. Cheers, Daryl. And then a photo of, and it would Alexei last week called him the hot boy himself, Daryl Summers. And I must say the brown rinse he's putting in his hair is looking somewhat natural. Um, they also posted a, a very recent video that was put up on heyhey.tv. And it's yeah. a Daryl Summers tribute. Which was definitely put together by Daryl Dar- Summers. <laughs> has he dead? Is he has he died? Is this like has he they dead? released that? <laughs> did they release that a bit early? Was it kind of break in case of an emergency? It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. That's um. I. You know what? That that that's something we got for next year at least for content for this show. A show that we can watch week by week and dissect. I am sure. Yeah, I think I we we might be the first people. We maybe we could do a dedicated <laughs> "You're Back in the Room" podcast. You know, we could probably if we if let's we start it now. Beyond, we can get Daryl. Let's start yeah. it now. We'll just we'll, we'll, we're just going to put ourselves out there. The first, you're back in the room fan podcast. First, ep- we'll do it weekly and each week till it's on. Uh, you're listening to the you're back in the room podcast. It is not on yet. Uh, just an update, but listen back next week. There could be some more news. Just stuff like that. Uh, also, man, we are doing a live show soon. Uh, you know what? That's 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 correct, right, Labs? Yeah, it's, <laughs> this, this like... is a great this is a great little segue because the name of our live show is yeah. Hey Fam, it's Saturday. 
Um, it's about to go on sale. It probably it might even be on sale by the time this episode comes out. Probably won't be. Uh, I would say uh, next week sometime. Um, it's going to be at Giant Dwarf on the yeah. last Monday of November. The uh, 23rd of November. There you go. Um, there you go. And, uh, it's happening, and- guys. We've got a whole bunch of guests and we're going to have a whole lot of fun. And guess who's in town this November 11th? And I'm, I'm trying to connect some dots together. I don't know. Look, I, I don't believe in fate, but I do think that this is uh, pretty fateful. Uh, who's in town, Angus? Well, you know, we've got a... Who's got back the, in the uh, room? Well, <laughs> well, you're not back in the room. Uh, you know, we've got that little, um, that silly game they call the Melbourne Cup coming up very soon. Yep. Well, as you know, the Melbourne Cup does attract a bunch of uh, usually uh, C to, to E minuses in the terms of guests, international guests. But uh, we like to flaunt and treat as a, you know, like a, a, a shining god or something. Well, this year we're getting the likes, well, not the like, we are getting the very one and only Kevin Dillon, a.k.a. Johnny Drama Chase from Entourage, will be DJing at the Swiss Marquee on Oaks Day. We have to somehow so, get him to come to Hey Fam it's Saturday. have to get him to play Johnny Drama in our Hey 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 Fam it's Saturday live script reading of a non-existent Entourage script. That's, we that's what's going down. Happen. We're going to be doing our Entourage long-lost episode script read featuring a ton of local comedians. It's going to be a hoot and fun <laughs> people but, will, it'll be one of those nights where people are like were you there at the reading you're like it's going to go down in history but you know who they should ask first who? kevin dylan will you be there we got a lot of connected people listening to hey fam every week if you know someone that might know kevin dylan tell them about us tell them about our show tell them that two of his biggest fans just want to create some memories with him Two of his biggest fans just want to have a, a couple brewskis with their pal Johnny Drama and just see what and, happens, you know, hit record and let's we, see what happens. We want to fight over who he gets to call baby bro. Yeah. And maybe we can all be baby bros. I mean, or you can be baby, a, I can be bro. I'm just, I think we can make it happen. I think we have enough, enough power. We have enough fan driven street team, crazy power that I think... Even you're listening now, if you're in Melbourne somewhere, if you're on a tram listening to HeyFam, just look around. You could be, if there's a man with a goatee, probably a fedora and some kind of Hawaiian shirt, chances are you're sharing a tram with the one and only Kevin Dillon. And I want you to go up, tap him on the shoulder and go, hey, Kevin, are you ready for the opportunity of your life? And while you're at it, thanks so much for listening to our Melbourne-specific podcast, which is called Hey Tram. Hey, Tram. Thank you. And uh, Tommy Dasselo and Stuart Dolman are the guests every week because all we do is chat in Melbourne and ask them what's going on in Melbourne. Hey, those guys are going to come and do Hey, Fam- hey Tram at Saturday. They're going to be Hey, Tram at Saturday. They're going to be on the live show. Look, it's going to be great. If, uh, I'm really excited. I hope you can make it, Levens. I um, hope, I, I, I hope, I, I, hope I we decide to work about, together. Yeah, yeah. Look, if, if, I, if I get the band back together, I start this podcast again with you, I'll be there. I'll think about it. But at the moment, look, yeah, man, okay. this, this Parisian life is, is really agreeing with me. <laughs> Look, I'm only going to do it if you agree to one thing. If we do it the way we used to do it, you know? <laughs> Just you, me. <laughs> I'm only getting the band back if we do it doing the way we used to. You, me, and a Channing Tatum calendar. Oh, you know, that's what's missing. I, I know you're in a... I, I, we're doing this over Skype in case you're wondering why it might sound a bit strange. I've noticed there is no Channing Tatum uh, wall art in my... Kind of eyeline. I mean, maybe it's in oh, front dude, of me. I, I, maybe I've just got every tab open in Chrome. Oh, good. All different Channing Tatum um, things, and I've I've just put put a month next to it. Good. He powers uh, Channing Tatum calendar. If we don't have that, it's like our um, it's like uh, it's a bad omen. It's a, yeah, it's a bad omen. No, no, you don't want to be around us. You don't want to be around us. Thanks so much well, for listening to Hey Fam. Yeah. Next week will be a bit more normal. We'll have some cool guests in and we'll have full details for our live show. Uh, you can find us online, facebook.com slash heyfampodcasts or on mm. iTunes. Please leave, please leave us a review. We really love and it when you do that. And if you're leaving us a review, leaving it, leave it in the form of an Entourage episode pitch. If you need any help, just look at the ones above uh, the ones you're writing because we're going to be using all of your ideas to be the plot basis for our live Entourage read. So you can be I, I think we have... We have the most confusing iTunes review page ever. It's fantastic. It's great. I would love... I wish I didn't know about HeyFam and was not one of the amazing co-hosts because I would love to stumble across that and be like, what the hell is this? Is It, it sounds like an like 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 a, like a, like a Entourage Anonymous group. It's just people spouting off plots to things that never happened. It's, it's insane. Wishing it never some, got cancelled. 
Yeah, and uh, hey, review me and maybe even a little help from Kevin Dillon himself. We can make that a reality at Hey Fam at Saturday. Uh, you can find Angus online, twitter.com slash chimichangus. I'm twitter.com slash levdog, also on Instagram. And variations on that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, cool, man. Thanks hey. so much for, uh, for letting me not go to sleep, Angus. I appreciate that. That's right. That's okay. Uh, and as they say in France, uh, au revoir. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. Bellissimo. How do they say hey fam in, uh, in French? Eh, hey, fam. No, bon- no, bonjour, okay. family. I don't know. Bonjour, family. Yeah, maybe. Man, why don't we start with that? Perfect. Oh, let's, I let's should go also back. Note You're that- right. Let's re record this entire episode again on three. One, two, three. Hey! Bam, 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 Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.